All right, let's talk some football. And tomorrow, the Socceroos are celebrating their 100th anniversary at Suncorp Stadium for the first of two friendlies. And you can catch it all on Network 10 against New Zealand. This, of course, I guess a bit of a farewell before we head to the, the World Cup in Qatar in November. Uh, the return match, in fact, is this Sunday at Eden Park over in New Zealand. Big weekend over there, Bledisloe Saturday, and then uh, the Socceroos New Zealand friendly Sunday. But tomorrow night at Suncorp is where our focus will be, and uh, great to be joined by Network 10 commentator, of course, former Socceroo, former Sydney FC striker, Alex Brosk. Alex, good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you? Yeah, really well, thanks. Great to have you on the show. And, oh, gee, this challenge for Graham Arnold. I mean, the A-League hasn't started yet. You're seeing Socceroos overseas changing clubs, trying to get more time uh, before, I guess, uh, heading towards Qatar. Describe this challenge that is confronting Graham Arnold because it seems quite daunting compared to other countries. Oh, look, it is, but nothing more daunting than the uh, qualification process. He just sort of finished uh, wrapping up. I mean, you know, as usual in Australia, we like to do things the hard way and um, and, and go through the, the uh, sudden death playoff, which we did against Peru and Look, I think in, in getting through that, you saw when when the game was over, the relief on his face. It was something that he, you know, was telling the country he knew he could do. He knew the players could do. And uh, to be honest, uh, myself included, not many people thought that they actually could, and, and they um, they did. So I think for me, the hard work with Arnie is done. I think from now, it's um, look, making sure that the players are getting match minutes. He's he's tried and, and tested a lot of players throughout the qualification process, so. You know he's got he's got good depth within the squad, and it's just making sure that those main players, which you know your Matty Ryan's, your Aaron Moyes, Tom Rogic's, who's now back in the fold after missing those qualifiers, um, you know if those guys are getting minutes, then you know then you'll be okay. And I think they will. I think every country across the world, you know they're uh, they're nervous in these couple of months leading up to the World Cup. Obviously, you don't want injuries, you want your players playing, but and and that's just part of it. That's the excitement of the the lead up to the World Cup. Alex, what does Graham Arnold do with his squad considering there's the return leg on Sunday? Um, look, from what I heard, and, and I did speak to him a couple of weeks ago, his plan is to he's picked the big squad, 30, 31 players. I think the idea is to try and play um, you know, as many of those players as he can. So, and, and most of them will only play the 90 minutes, potentially a little bit more, um, and that's it. So he's got a big uh, squad there to try and... At the end of the day, this is the last chance before... You know, these guys go off to the World Cup. There's no other games. There's no other matches before that. So this is, you know, in, in a lot of ways, uh, you know, for, for most of the players, their last chance to put their hand up for this, um, you know, to make sure they're on the plane to Qatar. So he will play most of those players and, and, and rotate as much as he can. What about the goalkeeping role, Alex? How many does he take with him? And I see Mitch Langerak is back and put his hand up to play for the Socceroos again. Does he make that squad, do you think? Look, he's been one of our most informed goalkeepers. I think the other one that has been a part of the squad uh, is Danny Vukovic, and, and he hasn't been getting many ma- uh, match minutes. So he's now back in Australia, signed with the Mariners. So, look, I, I'd say in the lead-up, you know, in the A-League season, there's only six games, so that is something that will potentially hold back someone like Danny Vukovic. But, look, Mitch Langerak, he's been playing in, in Japan and doing extremely well, uh, keeping clean sheets nearly every week. So he's, he's, it's good to see him back in the fold. But, uh, yeah, Graham Arnold would generally take three goalkeepers over. And, and I'd say, look, Danny Vukovic is the only other one uh, out of the three. He's picked three now. Danny Vukovic is the only other one that could put his hand up to, uh, to go. 
How excited, Alex, should we be about 17-year-old Garen Kowal? Ah, look, he, he's been exciting to watch. I mean, the kid hasn't even played 90 minutes of, of football in the A-League yet, and, and already he's with the Socceroos, and, and it shows you know, how much faith that Arnie's got in him. Um, you know, as commentators and, and analysts, we've been pumping this kid up, and it's hard because you don't want to get too excited. You don't want to put too much pressure on kids that come through, but he's genuinely exciting. He, we, he played against Barcelona in the All-Stars match only a couple months ago, and you're talking some of the biggest names in the world, and, and he was just unfazed. He, he was confident. Um, I mean, confidence is, is, is a real big part of his game, and look, I think we should all just be excited about what he can bring and, and, and the potential that is there to, to unearth the next big superstar in our game. And Tom Rogic, just on the wider squad uh, as we look towards Qatar, he's now at West Brom, uh, assuming he'll, he'll be an automatic selection. We know his quality in his class, but you know, there's been some talk that you know he sort of needs to explain himself, I guess, to the squad, although Trent Sainsbury, I think it was, came out last week and said he doesn't have to explain anything to me. I mean, how, how do you feel about, I guess, his... Um, you know, his selection and also the fact he hasn't played much football recently and uh, what impact that's going to have on him heading towards Qatar. Look, it is an interesting one, right? And for me, looking in from the outside, it's if I'm a teammate, if I'm, you know, at the end of the day, what these guys, what they did, there was they, they faced so much criticism, these players and this team and, and scrutiny leading into those, those two qualifying matches, which were huge games. You know, our World Cup, um, appearance was on the line and it takes bravery to, to put on that shirt and face whatever's going to happen after the match whether you you know if you lose you, you know you're going to come under heavy fire from the media from the country as to why for the first time in five attempts we're not at a World Cup and there's a bravery in, in, in putting on that shirt and, and playing and go out in there going out and play it the fact that Tom Rogic didn't show up now we don't know what those circumstances are I mean Again, when it comes to mental health, and, and it could have been family. So we haven't, as public, been told what happened. But for me, as long as the players understand, and, and they would know. So when Trent Sainsbury comes out and says that he doesn't need to explain, I'm sure that those conversations between the two players have already happened. So I, I'm sure within the squad, they know exactly why he missed those games. And, and if they're okay with whatever reasons are there, then he has to go. He is our best player. But I, I think... If I'm a if I'm a teammate and I don't know exactly why he's missed those games, then I'm I'm questioning whether you know we're going to a World Cup. You know, can we rely on this guy? And I know we can from a footballing sense, but in terms of being there when the chips are down and and, and when you need to, you know, pull together, um, I would be asking that question. So I'd, I'd I'd imagine then that those questions have been answered within the squad, and they're happy. He's a great guy, so we don't know the circumstances from the outside. Um, but again, I'm sure the players do know what's happened and they're comfortable with him, you know, joining the squad when he does. Yeah, I think you're right there, Alex. I think that the players would certainly want to know the reasons that he pulled out because you'd be disappointed if he pulled out because he didn't think they were going to make it and all of a sudden now they've made it and he's put his hand up to play. I think you'd have some disappointment. Good effort for it not to get out, though, Loz. If that's the case yeah. in today's sporting environment, mate, there's no secret. So they do know that's brilliant by that team or that squad. To respect that. Yep, yep. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think, yeah. like I said, we're internally, Arnie's very, very good at keeping things in-house and, and things not getting out. But you're right. I mean, somehow, um, you know, and I, and I know a lot of the players in that squad, 
I have no idea. Arnie's kept things very, very tight. So yeah. as a playing group, he's got things very, very well run uh, within there, which is why they'd be fine with Tommy yeah. coming back in. And realistically, what are your expectations at the World Cup then, Alex? Oh, look, it's it's difficult. I, I, I guess, um, look, for me, I didn't think we'd be here. You know, I, I, I can be honest in saying that mm-hmm. I, I didn't think the way that we went through qualifying that the quality was there to um, to get over Peru. But, you know, Arnie has an incredible knack of, um, you know, getting not just the best out of his team, but, you know, when, when, when things are difficult to, you know, coming out on the right side of things. And, um, look, he's going there. He, he said it last World Cup he wanted to shock the world. And, and, you know, I don't know if they quite did that, but I think this time he's, he's more prepared. He's, he's got a World Cup under his belt, and I think there's, that experience will help him, will help his squad. Um, and look, I think realistically, if we do, it's a tough group. We've got France, Tunisia, Denmark. Every game at the World Cup is, is incredibly difficult. So, look, we, um, you know, if we can get out of that group, then 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 that would be an incredible achievement. But as long as the boys play good football, to be honest, he's saying we're not there for, to make up numbers, and and hopefully we're not. Really appreciate your time, Alex. Looking forward to seeing these two games on Network Ten. Thanks, guys.